Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. So welcome to the show, World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also coming to you live on Sirius XM. I'm Nick Gieber. Uh, lots to talk about today around the beautiful game. Of course, uh, it is the wrap-up of a Champions League week. Some pretty decent results, I would say, and good games in the Champions League. Lots of teams booking their way through. Um, we're gonna tell. I'm going to tell you who is in for sure, who is out for sure, who still has something to play for? What decides need to qualify? We're going to go through it all. Let's talk about some of the matchups and also some of the disappointments. A lot to get to. We'll also take a look around the back pages of the papers and deal with some of the big stories coming up in the a beautiful game. That's what's on tap for you today. I'd like to welcome all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Radio Network as well as Sirius XM and the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. A pleasure to have you with me. And if you're listening on one of our digital channels, iHeartRadio, tune in, the award-winning Sirius XM app. It is always a pleasure. If you miss any part of the show, don't worry. You can always catch it on our podcast. And the way you get that is either going to our podcast network at the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, podcast network, or subscribing to World Soccer Radio on any of your favorite podcast providers, whether that's uh, Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. podcasts or you know spotify itunes etc 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 um if you want to reach out to me and uh, share your thoughts i'm available the best way to do that is via twitter at nick gieber n-i-c-k-g-e-b-e-r or via facebook facebook.com forward slash world soccer radio one of the things that i like to do on these shows as we wrap up either a premier league weekend or a champions league week is take a look at how my predictions did and whereas the last couple of weeks my premier league predictions have been rather dire last champions league weekend my predictions were well they were 85 80 percent uh we'll see how i did this time around i got got a lot of them including one really big result so that's encouraging and a couple of them ooh, almost got but didn't quite if you know what i mean all right that's what's on the table today hope you'll stay with me we've got a big hour ahead of us here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Sirius XM. I'm Nick Eber. I'll be right back after this. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Uh, it's a great week. Love Champions League weeks. You know, you wrap up the Premier League over the weekend, and then you go right into the biggest teams in the world just battling it out for all the marvels. It is fabulous stuff, and we've had an exciting midweek in the Champions League uh, with some really good matches. I mean, the Liverpool-Atletico match clearly was the match to talk about and a big result for Liverpool Uh, but before we get into it and just a reminder in just a few minutes we're going to take a look at all of my picks because I gave you some betting tips and uh, see how I did see if I would have made you any money Uh, by the way speaking of betting look the the one place that I go to is betonline.ag and there's a lot of reasons for that 
The main reason is I've been using them for an awfully long time, and they're reliable, trustworthy, never have a problem getting money in, never have a trouble getting money out, and they have everything that you might want, including a new updated site and interface. Look, they've got basketball, they've got NFL action, they've got college football action, they've got all the soccer you want, you know, Premier League, MLS, Liga, Serie A, La Liga, Bundesliga, uh, you know, you name it, they've got it, okay? And um, including Champions League, UEFA League, even the uh, Europa Nations League of all things. Plus boxing, MMA, golf, tennis, nose picking. They got everything you want. If it's a sport, they got it. And right now, if you head over to their website or use your mobile device to sign up, you can receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Join me, folks, at betonline.ag. Get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V-50, to receive that bonus. That's B-L-E-A-V-50 to receive that bonus. By the way, they've even got Vegas, Vegas casino games. I mean, I'm here in Vegas. I don't need them. But if you're not and you're just jonesing for that video poker or Buffalo or whatever it is, they got it all at Bet Online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports. It's where the game starts at betonline.ag. All right. Um, so let's, uh, why don't we do that? No, we'll wait for my picks till, till the next segment. A couple of big stories. Um, you know, the managerial merry-go-round, uh, we've already had three managers sacked, and we're only 10 games into the season. I mean, if that doesn't kind of tell you what we are here, right? Uh, it's uh, It's been a crazy, crazy season so far. I mean, starting with Zisco Munez, obviously, then going to um, uh, Nuno Espirito Santos getting sacked, uh, Steve Bruce getting sacked. Uh, the question is, who's going to take over at, New- at Newcastle United? And, you know, there have been a lot of discussions about it. It's sort of a poison pill. Less so for a player, a lot more so for a manager. Because it's not like you get to drop into a team that has all sorts of money, which they do, by the way. I mean, all sorts of money, all sorts of future, very promising future, a glorious future ahead of you. The problem is, is that you've got to make sure that you don't step on a landmine in the last five feet of getting out of the minefield. And that is the problem. Because before you can worry about making Newcastle United the next supergroup, you have to worry about getting them out of the relegation zone. And that has been a big, big problem. They've certainly been linked with a lot of big-name managers. You know, everyone talks about Antonio Conte, of course. You know, he's now with Spurs. Unai Emery, the Villarreal manager, was the last one to be linked with a move to Newcastle. Um, But that fell through. You know why? Because the club wanted a clause in his contract which would allow them to sack him if they were relegated at the end of the season. Now, is that any way to start your new era. You know, I I look at teams that have kept faith with their managers. And it's as important that you keep faith with the manager than you keep faith with your big star. If you believe enough in that manager's ability, 
that you hire him and give him a contract and think he can lead you in the Premier League and you add him to a team that right now is struggling mightily, has a very poor squad, a team that is winless on the season, uh, almost uh, 25 or more than 25% away in the season, you're never going to get a manager. At least not a good one. Because the first thing that manager is going to look and say, hey, you know what, this is a project. We have got to get some players. We've got to redo the system. We've got to rebuild our infrastructure. This is a reboot from the ground up. And I cannot guarantee you that we're going to survive this year. We're thankful for teams like Norwich and teams like Burnley. But Leeds United aren't really in any danger of getting relegated. Watford neither. Aston Villa neither. I mean, do you really see those three teams in the bottom five towards the end of the season? No. They're good teams. They've got solid squads. Far better squads than where their uh, current league position would intimate. And that is the problem for Newcastle United is that there's a gap, and that gap has now been addressed financially by the Saudis coming in, but it hasn't been addressed in terms of squad and ability. And so it's going to be a big, big problem for Newcastle. They can't afford to hire a manager on that basis. They need to say to an Unai Emery, you come in, we're going to give you X number of dollars, we're going to make sure we sign players that will agree to stay with you in the championship if you get relegated, but we're going to give you a year if you're in the championship to come back up and then make a start to make a statement on a long-term project in the Premier League. That's the only way you're going to do it. Otherwise, you're going to have an interim manager, a crappy manager. You're going to get someone that's not really the right guy. Um, you know, I just think that uh, they just need to sometimes do a little bit of self-re-evaluation, which, as you know, all these teams, all these people largely are absolutely loath to do. But look, we're going to get into the Premier League a lot more uh, tomorrow. Uh, certainly tomorrow is Friday. We'll be getting into our Friday patented pundits preview uh, and prognostication and pick show. Uh, by the way, speaking of managers, huh, apparently uh, it's been reported that Manchester City are trying to get Brendan Rodgers at the helm once Pep Guardiola leaves. And wow, you know, I actually think Brendan Rodgers is being courted also by Manchester United. So both Manchester clubs courting Brendan Rodgers. We'll see what happens with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and Pep Guardiola's expected retirement date or move-on date or end-of-contract date. Uh, we'll see what goes on. David Moyes, speaking of managers, celebrating his 1,000th game as a manager. There is a manager that was seriously hard done by by clubs not understanding and taking a long-term strategy, even after they hired him precisely for that long-term strategy. I mean, that's why David Moyes took over at United after Alex Ferguson left us, because they wanted to hand one long-term manager, the keys to one long-term managership to the next guy. And instead he comes in and you're not getting the results you want in the first six months, you can him. I mean, it was the stupidest stupidest move and I think in hindsight the Glazers and all the people in power at Man United have to be looking at themselves saying you know that was a serious mistake David Moyes right now making West Ham a statement team in the Premier League 
and doing it in a fantastic fashion under the radar, typical cool hand Moyes, scientific evaluations, excellent training, sets his teams up well, gets on well with his players. Really, talk about a steady hand. Talk about the matter. You know, if I'm West, if I'm if I'm Newcastle, I'm saying to David Moyes, "Come on over. We're going to give you a, a, an eight-year contract, and we don't care. We want you here." All right, we're going to talk more about that tomorrow. Meanwhile, I'm going to go to break. I'll be right back. Let's talk Champions League football next on World Soccer Radio. Sex and drugs and rock and roll. All right, uh, welcome back. World Soccer Radio presented by betonline.ag. Where the game's at. The place where I place my sports bets, by the way. I'm not a big... I mean, I enjoy sports betting. I do bet on sports, a lot of it. But I bet small amounts because it's... I don't need to stress. I don't need to lose sleep, you know. Um... It's really an extra entertainment value for me having a, a few bucks here or there. I mean, if you hit on one of, for example, this week we're going to run down all these. By the way, welcome back to the show. I'm Nick Gieber. Great to be with you. I gave you some pretty good results this week in the Champions League, including the AC Milan Porto draw. So, for example, if you put a hundred bucks on that game. And and that may be beyond your budget, or if you put ten bucks on it, if you if you put ten bucks on that game, yeah, you take twenty six fifty out of it. If you put a hundred bucks on that game, you take out two hundred sixty five bucks. So yeah, pretty good, pretty good return. I mean, if Bruges had beat Man United, woohoo, you know, a <laughs> hundred bucks would have got you twenty eight hundred, or ten bucks would have got you two hundred eighty. So just it's whatever you're comfortable with. Just, you know, do it responsibly. Don't be a knob end, right? Anyway, let's run through some of the results and some of my picks. This is kind of the fun thing. Uh, last week or two weeks ago, whatever the last Champions League, oh, it's like time, you know, <laughs> time just, time really blurs out, doesn't it? But last Champions League match week, I did really well. I think I got 80%, which is phenomenal. I mean, I'm telling you that just, you know, I, I guess I'm you know, singing my own praise, which I do very well, by the way. Uh, this this week uh, did, did pretty well. I, I wouldn't say I did quite as well, but I did pretty well this week. So why don't we start? Uh, let's start with the games on Tuesday, Wolfsburg-Salzburg. Now, for this one, I picked uh, Wolfsburg, and Wolfsburg did indeed win by two goals to one. So, woohoo! That's a plus 140. Uh, next up was Malmo Chelsea, and I said Chelsea were going to win away from home, and they did exactly that. Sevilla Lille. This was a uh, this was one that I um, was a huge surprise because Lille were plus 540 underdogs, and they came back. Well, they came back. They they won it. Handily, two goals to one. A Dinamo Kiev, Barcelona. Now, I thought, eh, you know, Barca not looking great. Uh, they're really not looking great. I said this could be a draw, particularly away in Ukraine. Actually, Barcelona eked by 1-0. So 
We nearly had that one. That would have been plus 300. By the way, how surprising is it that Barcelona were only a minus 150 favorite? Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Bayern Munich, Benfica. Well, I said Bayern Munich were going to win this one, and uh, you may not be surprised to learn that they did exactly that. Uh, Villarreal, Young Boys. I said Villarreal would beat Young Boys, and they did that. So that was another one in the pocket. Uh, Juve, Zenit. I said Juve would win, and they did four goals to two. And Atalanta, Man United. I said Man United were going to win. Actually, it took a last gasp goal by Cristiano Ronaldo to get the draw. We're going to talk about Man United again. Obviously, we always do on this show because they are one of the major topics in the Premier League. Uh, that was a disappointing result. So that rounded out the Tuesday matches. And then if we go to the Wednesday matches, uh, Milan-Porto, I said that that was going to be a draw, and that was actually a draw. So that was a big win for me, a plus 265. Madrid-Shakhtar, I said Madrid are going to win at minus 425, and they did exactly that, two goals to one. Uh, Man City-Bruges, Man City won, and I predicted that. Liverpool Atletico, I gave Liverpool the win at Anfield, and they did indeed win. Uh, Red Bull Leipzig against Paris Saint-Germain. Again, I, I picked PSG to win this, and you know what? This was a 2-2 draw. We are going to talk about PSG today. That was a shock. A sporting Lisbon, a Besiktas, I had Sporting Lisbon winning, and they did 4-0. Uh, Sharif into Milan. I had Inter winning, and they did, in fact, win that game. 3-1 away in Tiraspol. And finally, Borussia Dortmund, Ajax. I had Borussia Dortmund winning that game. And you know what? Shockingly enough, they lost three goals to one at the Dortmund Stadium in Dortmund. Terrible result for them. So overall, I got 11 out of 16, 68%. Now, my son is in, uh, what is he? He's in uh, eighth grade, right? No, seventh grade. Uh, that would be a solid C, and I, I think I deserve a C-plus for that. Not the best. I've done better for you. You still would have made money on me if you'd bet my stuff, um, but not as much as I would have hoped. Uh, probably not enough to offset the god-awful Premier League predictions I had uh, last week uh, with you know, because sometimes my Premier League predictions are bad and then you offset them against Champions League. All right, enough yakking on about that. By the way, all odds courtesy of betonline.ag. So, very exciting stuff in the Champions League. We're now stuck in a situation in the Champions League where we do have some teams that are through. So, Liverpool, Ajax, Bayern Munich, and Juve are all through. And And, and folks, if you are wondering who are the favorites for the Champions League right now, I would suggest to you that Liverpool, Bayern Munich are probably the two favorites in the Champions League. And while we're talking, or maybe when we go to break, I'll go to betonline.ag and I'm going to see who the actual favorites are with their futures in the Champions League. Because I'm willing to bet you that things have changed a little bit. Liverpool are unbeaten. If you go to the group standings, um, Liverpool in a group with Porto, Atletico and AC Milan. Let's not mince words. That is a tough group by anybody's expectations and, and judgment. And Liverpool are unbeaten in that group. Four wins, played four, won four, drawn and lost zero. That is a pretty astounding result in what is a very, very difficult group. The Ajax group, you know, one would almost expect Ajax to come out of that group. I think the surprise there is Dortmund, who have lost two games already and are tied on points with Sporting. 
but Ajax dominating also four wins, four, uh, four played, four wins, 12 points. Uh, again, not the strongest of groups, I think, by any estimation. Uh, Bayern Munich in a tough group with Barcelona, Benfica, and Kiev. Okay, we'll all agree Benfica and Kiev probably not the toughest teams on the planet there. However, however, going away to Ukraine is never easy. And Benfica at home are always a challenge to play. So the fact that Bayern Munich has gone unbeaten in four games is speaking a lot to this side. And by the way, Barcelona, two wins, two losses. Uh, that's not a good result for Barca. You know, Group F, Man United on top, but they're, but they're not through. And then let's go to Juve's group. In a group with Chelsea, Zenit, and Malmo. You know, one would expect Chelsea to have gone through already, right? But they lost 1-0 away at Malmo. So, anyway, those teams are through. Juve, Bayern Munich, Liverpool, and uh, who was the other one, uh, guys? Uh, remind me, I'm getting old. Uh, thank you, Ajax. There you go. Uh, who is out for sure is Besiktas, Red Bull Leipzig, and Malmo. They're out. Nothing. Uh, in Group A, Man City, PSG, Bruges, and Leipzig. Man City will qualify with a game to spare if they beat PSG in the next match. A draw will see them both through. That's if Bruges don't beat Leipzig. But Leipzig not doing so well. So kind of <laughs> anything is uh, possible in that group. When we come back after the break, because I'm going to run through the rest of these groups, I want to talk about PSG, okay? And I want to talk about, re relate PSG situation possibly to a Newcastle-ish type of situation. So anyway, let's get it. Group B obviously is uh, Liverpool through already. Uh, you've got Porto, Atletico, and AC Milan. Uh, and if Porto beat Liverpool, they go through. But that's not going to happen, Okay. Um, if Liverpool and AC Milan both win, then Porto are going to have to win at home against Atletico to go through. So, uh, you know, look, it's going to be Porto or Atletico. AC Milan have been pathetic beyond belief here. So, uh, I mean, mathematically, I guess they're still in it, but, but, but don't hold your breath. All right, Group C, um, Ajax are through. Uh, the final spot could be, could all come down to uh, Borussia Dortmund in Portugal against Sporting Lisbon, right? Because that's kind of a six-pointer. And these two are tied for points. Besiktas has no points. Um, I think a draw would favor Dortmund because their last game is against Besiktas. Sporting go to Ajax. But then Ajax are through, and are they going to play their best team? All good questions, because one thing Ajax is not is a very deep side. In Group D, Real Madrid and Inter Milan. I, I mean, look, those are the two teams that are going to go through here. Um, I don't see Tiraspol doing the double over Real Madrid, which is what they're going to have to do. So it's going to be Real Madrid and Inter. Uh, group E, Bayern Munich, Barcelona. Well, Bayern Munich are through. The question is Barcelona, right? Barcelona are going to have to beat ben Benfica uh, to see them go through. I mean, it's just that simple. 
And that's at the new Camp, I think. Their final, their final match is away in Germany. I'm pretty sure they're going to win, but you never know. But they're going to eke through. Not a great showing from Barker. Uh, we just got 30 seconds. I tell you what, um, I have to go to break. When we come back, let's wrap up Group F, G, and H, and then let's talk a little bit about PSG. This is World Soccer Radio. I'm Nick Eber. Today is gonna be the day that they're gonna throw it back to you. All right, welcome back. Well, Soccer Radio on the Sports Byland Broadcast Network, Sirius XM, the American Forces Radio, iHeartRadio, tune in the award winning Sirius XM app and the podcast on the Believe Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. We are brought to you by betonline.ag, and I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, then again, midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. On the East Coast, if you're listening on Sports Overnight America. So we're talking Champions League football. If you have any comments, concerns, think I'm an idiot, let me know. Find me on Twitter, at McGeeber. N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R. That's the at sign in the front of that. Or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. We're running through the groups in the Champions League, and uh, we had a couple left. We already mentioned Ajax. Juve, Liverpool, Bayern Munich, all through to the next round. Uh, uh, basically perfect uh, the group stages so far. You know, whether or not they'll stay perfect through the end of the, the group stage is really irrelevant at this point. Once you're through, you're through. Um, clearly, you want the better seeding if you can get it. But, you know, interesting, looking at the futures right now, uh, most places future bets are closed because obviously the futures are done before the Champions League starts. However, I'm hearing the FanDuel is still letting you bet futures. And I know, you know, sorry, betonline.ag, but, you know, if you can get plus 600 right now for Liverpool, plus 850 for Chelsea, take it. Take it all day. Yeah, Bayern Munich, the favorites are plus 360. Man City are still co-favorites at plus 360. Okay, that makes no sense whatsoever. Anyway, we'll, get, we'll come back to that. So let's um, continue rolling down the list here. Uh, group G. Oh, we didn't do... Did we do... Uh, we, did, uh, blah, we did not do Group F. Man United, Villarreal, Atalanta, and Young Boys. So... Man United go to Villarreal. This is a huge game, folks, okay? They need to win that game. It will get them through to the knockout stage. <clears throat> if they lose to Villarreal and Atalanta beat Young Boys, it will be Villarreal, Man, Villarreal at Atalanta... Man United and Young Boys in that order, it would mean that Man United would have to beat Young Boys to even give them a chance of qualifying because it would depend then on what happened with Atalanta's result. So, pretty interesting stuff. Uh, Man United do not have a clear path through. They have a path through, but it's not an easy path through. Let's put it that way. Uh, Group G... Uh, Red Bull Salzburg, Lille Wolfsburg, and Sevilla all in with a shout here. Next matchup is uh, Lille versus Salzburg. 
Uh, that will be the next one. And Sevilla Wolfsburg. Salzburg are going to need to beat Lille. Uh, wide open here. We'll have to see what happens. Group H, Juve, Chelsea, Zenit, and Malmo. We mentioned Juve are through already. Uh, Chelsea, Juve is the next match. Juve are going to play their top team against Chelsea, rest assured. They are not going to play a uh, weakened team against Chelsea. They will need a draw. <coughs> they will need a draw. It's it's going to be very difficult for Chelsea not to go through in this group because Zenit only have three points. Zenit travel to Malmo. Even if they win, they'll be at six and Chelsea will still be at nine. It's going to come down to the final game where I think Chelsea are playing Zenit, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, right. It's exactly right. So, if Chelsea lose to Juve, they're just going to... The only thing is they can't get beat when they go to Russia to play Zenit. So, there you go. So, that's kind of a wrap-up of the group stages. Now, look, uh, we talked about disappointment. And, and for me, let's talk about PSG. Obviously, you know, Neymar, Mbappe, and Messi make up what one might think would be the most drooling, incredible front three in, the, in global football. But it's really not. Uh, if there's any front three in global football I would want right now, it's Mohamed Salah, Sadeo Mane, and Firmino, and or Jota. That's the best front three or four or three, depending on who rotates through in football today. It's not Messi, Mbappe, and Mane. Uh, pardon me, Mbappe, etc. I mean, who would you want, really? Again, it, it, this just goes down to the whole issue, and it, it, it's, it's when we talk about competitions and leagues and day in, day out, the grind, what you're seeing is that despite an essentially unlimited supply of funds, despite essentially a league with very little financial oversight in terms of legal, you have a team in PSG that has been assembled just to win the Champions League. But if you're not tested week in and week out in the fire of the top, toughest competition in the world, you are going to have trouble when you face teams that are. I mean, in, in Ligue 1 right now, PSG are 31 points, okay? Think about that. Nice, who are second, are eight points behind them, and we're only 12 matches in. They have a plus 15 goal differential, okay? They scored 26 goals in 12 games. Th there's no competition in Ligue 1, folks. Zero. And so when you take a team like that, even despite the fact that, yeah, they've got incredible players, okay, fine, we could talk about Mbappe and where he wants to go and, and, and Messi reaching the end. But still, you've got the best players in the world on that team right now. You're going to struggle when you come up against teams like Juve, like Chelsea, like Man United, even Man United, Liverpool, 
Bayern Munich, who constantly play tougher competition week in, week out. I mean, it's just it's just a fact of life, right? And so when you get a team like Newcastle United, for example, in the Premier League, now I know we're talking Champions League football, who have new ownership and the expectations everywhere are that, you know, the uh, Saudis are going to dump money in and we're going to buy all these players. You know, back in the old days when Chelsea did this, it was fine. that You know, they were looking to unseat Man United. There was that kind of era where there was a little void going on. But nowadays, you come in, you dump the money in, you know, you're going to run smack up against a Man City, against a Liverpool, against a Chelsea. Teams with, you know, massive funding. Against a Man United, even. By the way, the bad news from the Champions League this week for Man United was the injury to Rafael Varane, which does not bode well for United supporters coming into a big derby match this weekend. It's the same thing at PSG. You can assemble the best team that you think is possible. In the Premier League, you play 38 games. Play 38 games in Ligue 1. If you're, when you're playing 38 games in the Premier League and you're coming up against teams... I mean, if you just look at the top of the table in the Premier League right now, just take a look at the top half of the table, okay? Chelsea, Liverpool, City, West Ham, United, Arsenal, Wolves, Brighton, Tottenham, Everton, and Leicester. That's your top 11, okay? Maybe Wolves are, and Brighton are kind of the anomalies, but, you know... Any one of those teams going to give you a torrid time. And then if you go down the table, any one of those teams could beat anybody. I mean, look at Brentford. Look at Villa. That's why it's so tough. You can't just chuck a crap load of money at the problem and expect to dominate like Chelsea did when Abramovich came in. Because there are other teams that have done that. It's like you're not the first to climb Mount Everest anymore. I, PSG are not going to win the Champions League. Mark my words. Despite having Messi, Mbappe, and Neymar. By the way, Man City are not going to win the Champions League either. It's going to be another year of disappointment for them. They didn't address their issue which was the departure of Sergio Aguero. By the way, he was injured now and out for probably the rest of the season. Not that he's playing for them anyway anymore, but, you know, you know what I mean. You know, if you're not firing on all cylinders, if you're not at the top of your game, at the peak of your powers, you will not win the Champions League. You will not win the Premier League either. There's not a room for a hiccup, which is why I don't think Chelsea will win the Premier League this year. Not that they're not on top of the table right now. They are. Not that they're not playing fantastic football. They are. There's just something about the squad. As good as they are, 
I just think they're going to have trouble maintaining the pace. They are going to come to a point this season where they are going to have a dip in form. Liverpool had their dip in form last season due to injury. They've got everybody back, and they're looking very strong. Of course, a huge match this week against West Ham United and this over the weekend could change all that. But back to the Champions League. That's why it's such an exciting Champions League year this year. That's why this Champions League season has me absolutely fascinated. I don't know who's going to win it. I mean, someone was sending me the, a text the other day saying, is it, is it possible Liverpool could do the treble this year and fly under the radar the whole way? Yeah, it's possible. Is it likely? I mean, it's, you know, huh. that's, uh, I won't say, uh, it, yeah, it's a long shot, right? Do I think they'll get one of those three trophies? I do. It, 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 it's, it's down to the wire. It is fascinating stuff. Again, PSG. That experiment is going to come to an end once the World Cup next December is done and the Qataris have no reason or interest in being involved in French League anymore because their own World Cup has already been promoted and is done and they have achieved their national goals. At that point, they will probably divest, sell. PSG will roll back into just being a big team in the French League. And, you know, I'm sorry, folks. It's just I don't get it. All right, let me know what you think. Find me on Twitter, at Nikiba, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com, forward slash World Soccer Radio. Love to hear from you. Um, I Tomorrow, don't forget, tomorrow is the big Premier League pundits, previews, picks, and prognostication show where I'll give you all my Premier League picks over the weekend. And again, two huge matches just off the top of my head, Liverpool, West Ham, and of course, the big Manchester Derby. All right, I'm going to step aside, take a break, and I'll be right back after this. Right, uh, well, thanks for sticking with me here on uh, World Soccer Radio. Nick Eber with you. Just a reminder to join me week to week night, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, and then again midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. on the East Coast. If you're listening on Sports Overnight America, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick Eber, N I C K G E B E R, or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. Uh, you know, I was cruising Apple TV, which, you know, I'm, I'm not an Apple fanboy at all. I have Android stuff. I kind of don't like Apple. I think they're sort of big brother. They become, you know, what they used to be the antithesis of. However, I was on, I've been watching some good stuff on Apple TV. I really like Foundation um, is a fantastic show uh, amongst others that they have on there. I obviously love Ted Lasso, uh, et cetera, et cetera. But they had a fabulous documentary on one of my favorite bands of all time, The Velvet Underground. And um, I recommend it thoroughly. If you like The Velvet Underground, this is a brilliant documentary they talk to. Uh, they have um, interview footage with Nico, with uh, obviously Lou Reed, with John Cale. I mean, with the whole crew, everyone, Andy Warhol. It's really quite brilliant. I recommend it highly. All right, well, Champions League weekend is now behind us. Tomorrow, I will be back on the air with you. Champions League week behind us, not weekend. Tomorrow, I will be back on the air with our Friday patented Premier League's pundits, previews, prognostication, and pick show. 
I'll go through each and every Premier League match. I'm going to tell you who I think is going to win and why. And uh, give you some odds and betting tips courtesy of our good friends over at betonline.ag. It's a great show. It's actually one of the most popular shows during the week because everybody loves the Premier League. By the way, big news. Fox have won the rights for the Euros going forward and European qualifiers and Europa Nations League. So interesting stuff. I think we'll discuss a little bit of that tomorrow. We'll talk about some of the broadcast issues. Also, the Premier League broadcast rights are up for grabs again. Who would you like to see get them or retain them and why? Well, thank you for sticking with me. If you miss any part of the show, don't worry about it. You can check out our podcast at our podcast network, the Believe, B-L-E-A-B Podcast Network, or wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, etc. All right, folks, chat to you tomorrow. Have a great night. Cheers. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.